Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello Achievers and welcome to episode number 26 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author businesses. My name's Daniel Wilcox and here with me every week is... Sasha Black. Sup Black, how's it going? (laughs) Sup Black. (laughs) Wally, I'm good, how are you? Hmm. Doing well. We uh, we should mention that we're recording in the morning as opposed to lasting at night. So I don't know how that's going to affect our temperament and how the conversation goes. I imagine not very much. Well, I don't know. I've had no coffee, so I am feeling like a warmed up turd right now. So you know, I'm, I'm drinking coffee as we speak. So I feel like this is just going to get progressively more energetic from now. <laughs> Oh my god, stop. I literally have not had enough coffee to cope with that. How's your week been? Well, as you know, this was the first full week of my kid in school. And I have to say, I feel like this these five days have been like 55 days. Um, because <laughs> I am in so many other ways that I used to be fucked. Like, I really thought, it, I, oh, I am so naive. I genuinely, I hoped and prayed that I would like get some time to rest. And then I remembered, I don't let myself do that. So um, no, yeah. And uh, we can have a whole conversation about that because uh, of the strength test. I found out a whole bunch of stuff. I binge listened Ooh. to Becca Sign last night and I had so many revelations about myself. Anyway, um, and so this week has been absolutely grueling. We've had, um, like I've had to put an alarm on for the first time in like seven months and wow, I don't like alarms. And, <laughs> yeah. What kind of alarm do you have? A really fucking irritating one that makes me mm. want to throw my phone at the wall. <laughs> so I found that there is no nice, like you can get like the beep, 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 which sort of start it. My friend, I remember being at my friend's house and he's very like just an up the minute like he wakes up he's ready to go and he had this like jazz tune that woke him up and he was ready for it but I used to try and have really sort of nice acoustic music that would slowly wake you up and even that you get pissed off at after a while well it's funny I've only ever had one alarm and you've just reminded me and so I am going to write it down to to redo it I've only ever had one alarm that hasn't annoyed me and that's off my Fitbit watch which doesn't Mm. have a sound it just vibrates and it's so much less intrusive so actually Thanks, um, Dan. I'm actually going to write that down and uh, put my my uh, Fitbit alarm on instead of being really pissed off with my um, <laughs> thingy instead. So, uh, yeah, so this week has been good. I've actually been able to get work done. I've been filming for the course. So, But it's also been grueling in a whole different way because I'd forgotten how much there is to remember for school all of the time. Like mm. every single day, there's shit to remember, stuff to do, forms to fill out. And um, yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to a break this weekend. I bet. Tell us about that because that's your your first proper break in a while by the sounds of it. Yeah, so I'm going to Centre Parks and I'm going to try, I'm I'm, I'm actually, I really wasn't sure if I could commit to doing it then. (laughs) 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 Did you see me like genuinely stumble over like the fact that I was... (laughs) 
trying to yeah, say that right. I was. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Like, well, so I, I'm gonna try really hard not to take my laptop, um, and like I. So I am going to take my iPad because there's stuff I'm reading on it, just like for fun on there. Um, but yeah, so we're going to Centre Parks and it's like this beautiful cabin type place in the woods. Um, and we're going with another uh, family that, that's like we've known forever. And yeah, it should be fun. Anyway, yeah, thanks for the invite. Week? Um, so my <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my week has been good. My week has been, um, I, I don't know, the week has gone fast. Um, I've been very, very active in terms of like exercise and trying to like keep my body moving and getting into some rhythm of um a fitness regime so i've i i ran on monday and wednesday and um, getting back into that oh that was because last week i traveled around a lot so it felt it, it was weird trying to get back into like some kind of semblance of like a regular week and then um i went to the gym on tuesday and thursday morning we've been doing a lot of zoom sprints which has been very very helpful apart from the day when we didn't and we realized that we missed it very very quickly no like you have ruined my life now because i literally can't cope without zoom sprints it's unbelievable the difference this is not, it is. This is not going to be a codependent relationship don't, <laughs> don't get clingy <laughs> darling i'll replace you <laughs> Ooh. yeah um, i never think you're gonna get one up on me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's been um my week it's, it's kind of just gone very 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 quickly um but i've i've taken a bit more of a laid back's the wrong word because i still i've still done a lot but i'm a bit less regimented or have been this week just because i'm trying to like yeah and I, like but you've seemed less less stressed as well and so like whatever you did this week has obviously made a difference because you have seen less stress yeah i less think that's going to tie into a little i can't yeah, talk less distressed I, uh, yeah that will tie into today's question so it's a little bit of foreshadowing there um before we go into thing of the week i did just also want to mention um two things number one that we have new art for the podcast yes you talented bastard mm. so we well i i decided that i wasn't happy with the old artwork <laughs> and decided just to spruce it up um i think it's because our faces were on it and we're not very like you know what i mean like we don't, we don't care speak about for yourself <laughs> i have a delightful face a beautiful face um <laughs> But yeah, and I thought um, we'd give it a bit of a revamp. You know, we've got lots of things that we're kind of planning in the future. And it, it, I don't know, I just had a bit of spare time to, to spruce it up. So I have to not... say you did an amazing job because I think it is absolutely gorgeous. And I'm very yeah. happy with it. Yeah, you should be. You really should be because you leveled up. You next level hey! are our podcast <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the other thing is that me and you also did a YouTube live Q&A this week with Meg Vittor from iWriterly and Jenna Maresi, um, which was the first one I've done with you guys. And it, sound, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and if anyone wants to check that out, then I'm sure we can pop a, a link in the show notes. It's about, I think it's like an hour and 40 minutes of just answering questions and being in deep. Yeah. Oh, and we should say, me and you are going to be doing a live Poison and Prose. As yes. this airs, it you will be tomorrow. You terrified me that I had no idea what was coming. Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, we'll be doing a live Poison and Prose uh, tomorrow, which will be Wednesday the 30th of September. Um, and you guys should come and join. You can choose your poison. It can be gin or wine or chocolate or nachos or whatever you want and we're going to write prose and we are going to um, drink poison yeah and celebrate uh well 
and do a Q&A. That was the point. Oh God, I want such a go slow. Yeah, so we're going to do a Q&A so you can come and ask us questions. Now, just to be clear, this is not in the Next Level Author Facebook group. It's in the Rebel Author Facebook group. And that's purely because it's a celebratory uh, poison and prose to celebrate the one year anniversary of my other podcast. Which is very exciting. Mm. Yes, it's almost like <laughs> I, I should have, you know, written and, and completed my solo show for the anniversary episode, which is due of my patrons on Sunday. It's almost like I should have done that already, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll get it done. You'll make it happen. Um, <sighs> one other thing that uh, also I'll, I'll mention as well that affects my week is the fact that um, I think I've briefly mentioned it, but I'm moving house in the end of November now. And it suddenly hit me that I've got like eight weeks to try and start doing lots of stuff now. It's not going to be as big a move as yours was because I'm essentially moving back in with my parents so I can save a lot of money and very, very quickly, hopefully buy a house. Um, and also it, the most important part of this whole thing is that I get to eat your mum's homemade scones. Like, that, is, that, is, that is key. <laughs> that is That's key. That's got to happen. Um, <laughs> the only reason I'm supporting this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that'll be, I, I'm aware now as it's sort of very, very quickly encroaching that that's going to take up some mental capacity. So I'm trying to work my projects around that and make sure that mm-hmm. I'm, where I need to be but what's uh, what's something that you've enjoyed this week uh so I I have been a bit slack with the reading uh this week I should have been binge reading uh the books for the Amazon storyteller competition um it's all been announced now so everybody like there's a there was an article in the bookseller and stuff so I'm allowed to talk about it um hey, and super exciting yeah, it is super exciting, but um, I sort of stumbled in one of the bl- one of the books, so I now need I now need to catch up again, and I also just because this has been a crazy week, so um, <clears throat> I've been very tired, and when I get this tired, I tend to watch stuff instead of read, um, and so I'm going to give you two things. The first one is the originals, which is total guilty pleasure, like teenage vampires werewolves um bit like the vampire diaries in fact that it's a crossover series because the originals are the original vampires from the vampire series um and so then they like they were so popular that they did a spin-off with their own series so i've been watching that and then the other thing um i have been binge listening to uh excuse me, Becca Symes Quickcast, which is her YouTube channel. And after I got my, I basically paid to get my full 34 strengths. And um, so I was listening to some of the sessions in my top 10, because those are the ones that have the most impact on you. Um, and whoa, it was enlightening. Did, it, did they all resonate or were there certain parts that surprised you? Um, it all resonated. Some of it, so like... So like with any of the strengths, you can embody it in one of a couple of ways. So it might not be that like that whole strength, you are everything about that strength. It might be that you embody bits of it. And each strength also has like a basement, which is uh, when like it can become a negative. So like there's loads of different levels to it. Um, But yeah, I am definitely going to get some coaching. A hundred percent. Yeah, I'm really, really excited by it. So yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, he's such a Pisces. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go for. Let's not see <laughs> this again. I'm going to go for two things. One of them very, very quickly, um, which is the third part of my conversation that I had with Jed, Jeff Adams and Will Knaus on the Big Gate Author Podcast came out this week, in which uh, I basically answer questions on serialization and writing short stories so if anyone wants to check that out it's about 15 minutes long and it's on the big gate author podcast 
Um, but the big thing that I've enjoyed this week, and I say enjoyed kind of loosely because it's not not shattered my world, but definitely reaffirmed something that I've become aware of over the past few years. And I know I've spoken to you about it already, but it's a social dilemma. So I finished watching uh, that yesterday, which is sort of like a Netflix limited feature. I guess it's not really a series. Um, original? Yeah, it's, an, it's original. a Netflix original, but it's basically all about the impact of social media and how the artificial intelligence feeds people what they see and the distortion of how people think that their news feeds are basically the same as everyone's news feeds. Um, and it's all the moral implications of what happens behind the scenes. And like, it's something that I've been aware of for a long time. And in, in terms of knowing that if you watch a video, say on, um, I'm going to try and avoid, avoid offending people. So don't take anything as I say as a political gymnastics. Say gymnastics. If you, if you watch a video on gymnastics, they know that you like gymnastics, so they'll feed you more gymnastics videos or fail videos or whatever it is. And so you get down this rabbit hole of those. Um, and they, they kind of shut off anything else that might be of mm. another person's view of gymnastics or, or, films or whatever. So a lot of people aren't aware that that's actually happening on their feeds. And it talks a lot about the psychology of how social media is designed to keep getting your attention and advertise it. It's, it's, quite, it's quite heavy, but I do think it's something that people so, should be aware of, if, even if they take no action from it. We, I became aware of this because Chloe and I have very different social media consumption habits. And so she scrolls through Facebook purely for the videos. So for a long time, her, like, well, not a long time really, because it, it does adapt very quickly, but she would, you know, scroll, find a video, watch, scroll, find a video, watch. Now she doesn't have to do that because her feed is just basically videos. That's it. And all of the same kinds of stuff. So like there's videos with cute dogs and videos with pranks. She loves a good prank. And then there's like the X factor or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like, it's all the same stuff. Whereas my feed, there's not a video in sight. So like I became quite aware of that because our, our feeds were very, very different. My feed is more or less um, all rebel author stuff, next level authors stuff, um, a couple of other Facebook key author, Facebook groups, and then like the people who I interact with most. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it, I think it's bizarre how that, like, it's, it's quite unnerving. Big Brother is watching. Yeah, I think, yeah, without getting too deep into it, because I could talk about it for hours, just, it's, it's worth a watch. Like I say, even if you take no active action from it, it's worth being aware of this stuff, because it, I, I, I'm very curious to see where it's going to go in the next few years and what, what's going to happen with it, because there's lots of conversations in that world about, you know, the moral implications, how it affects things like the elections, like just movements yeah. in general and yeah so yeah that was that was my thing definitely check that out weekly confessional dan yep. will contact all the authors who submitted to his anthology and get through consider can get through considerable anthology edits which uh, i would oh and write five thousand words on productivity so caveat to this because we spoke earlier this week and i've actually i have tweaked my um task because what i did realize was i was working on a ghost written book I was working on When Winter Comes and getting the edits for that done for the next book. I was working on uh, the anthology and I was also working on the productivity book. And it was just, it was just too much. I can't, I cannot work on four books at once. So I've put the productivity book to the side, focusing on ghostwriting. I finished When Winter Comes episode five and that's now up for, well, the final files are up on the, the pre-order site, ready to go for the 7th of October. I've contacted all of the authors for the anthology, which I'm very excited about because some of the work or all of the work that I'm including in the book is, is, is stellar and the stories are fantastic and I cannot wait to showcase other people's work. There's something about giving other people an opportunity to, to 
be published to be out there to sort of be part of this collection and, and the guys and gals that I'm working with are they've just been really sort of receptive really excited about it and I think I don't know I might be sort of extrapolating and pulling just things out of my house here but because I'm moving quite quickly to publication here I think that's something that's a little bit unusual when it comes to anthologies because I I've been a part of an anthology where I've had a story accepted and it was a year or so later that that book finally came out the authors have been contacted last week um and well yeah end of last week and the book I'm aiming to get published by the 19th of October so I'm moving very quickly on it I'm you know trying to create the best quality product I can the covers all there the website and putting things together because I want the authors to be showcased rather than just a part of an anthology I want them to actually have some kind of like platform from this mm. um I think you should put the link exciting. in the show notes because it is a very sexy web page I will when it's finished <clears throat> okay when it's finished, I'll, I'll post it on the group or somewhere, but yeah, I've got a few more tweaks to do to that web page. But the big part for me is to, like I say, it's not just the stories are incredible, and I want readers to get them, but I also want to make sure that the authors get their due due attention for, for what they've done. So, yeah, I'd argue that I've completed my tasks. Well, okay, I mean. <laughs> Only because you gave me the power to decide if you had. No, I'm joking. Yeah, it's fine. I, I, I think it was just a, a um, can't think of the word, whatever. Let's move on. What were my tasks? Your task was to do more edits <laughs> on Trey and work on the prose course. Yeah, okay. So I definitely worked on the prose course. I now am sending uh, the lessons as they're completed to a proofer who's mm. doing an amazing job. Thank you very much. You know who you are. I really appreciate all of the comments. They've had some great ideas. So yeah, I'm very, very grateful. And then on Trey, I did start editing. I did um, the vast majority of my uh, tiny edits. So I have like small nitpicky things. <clears throat> oh, I'm really struggling this morning. Um, I don't have coronavirus just to... It's exhaustion. It is actually exhaustion, yeah. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, so I did the small picky edits. And then um, I, I started to look at the big edits. And I was like, actually, no, I can't remember this whole story. Um, and so I have started reading through the book. And I got to um, chapter seven. And instead of doing the edits uh, as I was reading, I'm putting, I'm typing all of the edits that need to happen chapter by chapter. Now, um, my intention was to read the whole book in one go. And obviously I've got to chapter seven, <clears throat> which is about a quarter of the way through. No, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Um, and I've, I stopped two days ago, which means I've already forgotten what was in the first part of the book. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to now get to read it until probably after the 8th of October because I've got um, to finish this course. So I might have to go back and start again, which is a bit frustrating. Um, we'll see how much I can remember. Hopefully I can hold it in my head until then. But yes, yeah, so I did do edits, um, but I've had to now completely reprioritize because I've got webinars and presentations that I need to do and stuff. So, yeah. Priorities. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, uh, okay, comments from last week. So last week we asked the question, what is your relationship with money? Oh, yeah. So Edwin uh, said, no, 
go to the top. Where's the top? Episode 25. Right. Yanni said, my relationship with money has been quite uneven. I started working when I was 15 as a cleaner in my school. So after the end of the school day, I would start working and come home at 5.30. Since I was earning money, uh, I then paid my mum half my wages, which was about £30 a week as rent. This taught me from a very young age that money for bills and living was very important and I've never taken it for granted since. It was only when I moved away for work and found a house to stay in over the winter period that my relationship with money changed a lot. My The house was a money drain. We were topping up uh, the electric daily, spending over £60 a, a day. What? That's ridiculous. Looking back now, I feel like I was paying the electric for the whole street. But anyway, I got it into debt. I got sick and so I couldn't work. And it was the lowest part of my adult life. But now I'm debt free. I, the oh. most I spend money, the most I spend is on nommy food <laughs> um i want to be a successful author and make a decent income on that so i've got to get my ass in gear and then we have got um carrie hardisky who says it's slowly improving i used to be constantly overdrawn and barely make paying me a what i can't read can you, Do you want me what? to take this one since yeah you're, can yeah, yeah. Okay. so carrie says it's slowly improving i used to constantly overdraw and barely make paying my few bills mainly my car insurance and car payment. And I naively thought once I paid off my car that I'd have all this extra money. But that was when my car started to go to hell and repairs were needed regularly. There's definitely a lesson there. Um, my husband is very money conscious, so he helped me to manage my money. Right now, we are focusing on paying down some medical debt and his student loans. We're grateful to be renting our house from her in-laws, so they help a lot when with much needed upgrades. Uh, and once debt is paid down, we can work on business expenses. It's definitely prioritising what money needs to go where before uh you, you need to get the foundation in your life before you start sinking into your author business i think um, yeah uh lynn says i'm much better with money than i was in high school or college but still love hate relationship i love to get it and it hates staying in my wallet <laughs> jackie says i have a pretty good handle on my money i just need to figure out how to wisely invest in my author business it's so hard to know what expenses will be worth it in the end and i think we both dived into that comment in uh, the facebook group because mm. that that's key is that there are points particularly early on where you're not sure if the money's going to the right place and it's only really in spending it that you work out whether or not that money is going to be worth it which is annoying but part of the process and also the fact that you have to spend some money and know that you're going to lose it in order mm -hmm. to then like build up and then make a profit and it's just a it's a bitch but it's true oh, i've got that at the minute i know i need to sink money into a new a new website and i'm really hesitant to but i know it's going to make me money back <laughs> yes you really yeah. do need to do that it's it's on my to-do list i'm going to look at it this week i think um or next week what's the day doesn't matter victoria says fleeting it comes and goes like the tide Edwin says, uh, I grew up in a home where we always had money, but it didn't flow like an untapped river. If I wanted something bad enough, I had to put in the effort to earn it. Mm. I've been up and down on the financial side. I've never forgotten that basic principle. Same thing on the debt side. Interest going out is cash I can't use elsewhere and must be avoided unless it's part of a deliberate long-term plan. Meg says, uh, doing a lot of money mindset work right now. So excited to listen to this one. Um, I'm learning to relax and enjoy money now and take risks to grow my portfolio while still being sensible, not frivolous. And what I might do actually is uh, Meg's recommended to me quite a few uh, money books over this past week. So I might, well, I will stick some of those into the show notes for you guys so you can read up and, and see if that resonates with you guys. You've got loads of comments on Instagram, Sasha, blimey. Uh, Oldman book reading, it's an abusive relationship I can't get out of. <laughs> Writer luck, an amazing topic. I feel like this should be talked about in all forums. Uh, Holly Lyon, I'm working on improving it with the help of Dennis Ed Dennis, Denise, uh, Denise, Denise. Oh, Denise, DT, and Money Bootcamp. Uh, I'm, I'm so just going because these are all handles, so I'm going to screw these up. 
Andrew Kimberly says it's a love-hate relationship. Seems to be a common thread. And Mark Leslie Lefebvre says, my relationship with money, picture this. I'm Pepe Le Pew and money is the poor cat that got white paint on her back. <laughs> Come to think of it, that describes most of my dating life too. Ha. He's oh, such Mark. a legend. Love you. Um, oh, and quick shout out. Apparently, I, I mean, I'm, I've not checked it out personally, but I did hear on the Career Author podcast that his Kickstarter that he was doing for an anthology has, has hit its funding so um i think it's still live if people want to check that out i'll also put a link for that in the show notes so cool it is time um so are you ready i am um, i was born ready darling but uh, no not really <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a nice uh, nice simple one but it's something that has been very much on my mind this week in terms of what I thought I need and what I'm learning that I actually need. So the question is, without teasing it further, what is your ideal morning routine? Um, <laughs> to not get woken up by an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I have always had the best sleep when I don't have to get up before seven o'clock in the morning. My, uh, my best hours of sleep are between 5am and 7am. So I, um, I, I have tried on many an occasion to do the 5am club. I spent a month, I did a month's trial to try and do the 5am club. And what happened is I just nearly broke myself trying to do it. I am not a morning person and I don't care how many people say everybody's a morning person that's a load yeah. of fucking bullshit okay there are definitely night owls out there and I am one of them and um but hey and um, this is the thing like I really get cross when I have to justify the fact that I don't want to get up before 7am what's everyone's fucking problem like 7am is still early people um so yeah so I mean in an ideal world like over lockdown Oh my God, I feel really violently angry about this. I don't know what is happening. Why am I getting so cross? I've like made myself cross. Um, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Right, so during lockdown, I would get up at eight and that's like my perfect. I would get up at eight, I'd have a coffee, um, I'd have like breakfast or a shower, whatever, and I'd be at my desk by 8.30 working. I mean, in an ideal world, I'd get up at 7.30 and start at eight. I really like starting work at eight. Um, and when my son had breakfast club, that's what I would do. I would get to my desk by eight and I'd be working by eight. And that is about it really. Um, in an ideal world, I would then write words. <laughs> in a beautiful flowing motion until lunchtime. Um, and, and then I would work on the rest of the stuff. So quite an easy response really for me, because I like, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of mornings. Like I am definitely a night owl. And like, I would much rather do my workout in the evening, you know, than I've always been that way. I've never really, I've never been one to get up and go and do an early swim or go and do an, a gym workout. I actually, um, and I'm not sure if this is connected to low blood pressure or 
you know, if I'm like sugar related or whatever, but um, I, I wake up thinking about food and like, in fact, just yesterday, I nearly threw up in the kitchen because um, I had taken too long between getting up, getting my son dressed and sorting him out for school and inputting food. So like, I really, I have to make sure I eat in the morning. Like my wife can go all fucking day without food and I just don't understand I cannot <laughs> fathom it like I like it's a crazy thing as well like I, you can see me like wind down I'm like a cog if I don't get food I just like I'm like <laughs> like like a deflating balloon so like I, I have really seen have you to... hungry this week so yeah I, I, I can I can it's see that it's not good it's not good people never let me like, get the, angry you're quite animated now but that disappears and then there's just like a, a raw just <laughs> sacrifice people yeah (laughs) like this was the thing with my dad like when I was a kid um whenever I'd go and stay with my dad he he always I would get off the train or or get out of the car or whatever and he would feed me immediately like that would be the first thing we do regardless of when I'd eaten he would feed me and then we would then engage in like you know whatever it is we were gonna do or talking so yeah it's always been a bit of a thing so yeah I have to eat that is I I cannot so like I would really like to try fasting and I'm mm. just not sure how it would go down. Um, it's I'm hard sure when you first up. Yeah, that's Very what I'm hard. thinking. Yeah, I like a challenge though. So. But anyway, mm. yeah, that's me. Nice and simple. How about you? I'm, I'm curious. Well, before we get to me, have you ever, have you ever sort of like experimented with different like startup routines in terms of like the working out, like meditation? Like how do you, how do you, how do you prep your morning in order to get the, the words going as you want them? um I have like I said so I tried like um Chloe got really into Miracle Morning Mm. and stuff and I when I was still in the council I was really struggling to get work done um mostly because my partner would watch tv in the evening and I get very distracted because like by the sound I can't I'm, I'm very sound uh, sensitive and um so I got to a point where I wasn't getting work done anyway so I tried flipping into the morning and it just didn't it just didn't it didn't work um in terms of I also used to try meditation in the morning but again I'm better because I'm like basically I feel like it's a wasted meditation if I do it first thing in the morning whereas if I do it in the evening when I'm actually awake then um I get more from it like I just I don't wake up until like 10 o'clock so anything I do in the morning which is which is why I like to get my words in the morning because I've got no, I've got none of my asshole brain in, in on the <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not kicking myself yet I'm not awake enough to do that so like it's just pure unfiltered writing yeah um in terms of like I suppose oh and the other thing I do now is I leave my phone upstairs so in the morning I leave my phone upstairs so that I come downstairs and I'm like present and stuff with Atlas and getting him ready and everything goes much faster when I do that um I don't feel like I'm giving you a very good response no I I think he's good like I so I, I said earlier my my mornings or my how I see routine I think has changed quite dramatically particularly this last week last two weeks um but it comes from a nugget that I had from my counsellor when I was seeing her a few months ago and just for a bit of context so when I was working full-time I I went deep down the rabbit hole of like what is the perfect morning routine and I read Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning Uh, I listened to podcasts I did not read it (laughs) did you not no I fucking didn't no fair um (laughs) But there are there are a thousand books that 
that teach you different principles that can help you kickstart your morning. So I went through phases of getting up and journaling first and then uh, meditation, exercise, writing, reading, like you, you name it. I, I've been through it at different times. I've tried it. Um, I, I was a huge proponent of the fact that it doesn't matter if you're a, a, an early bird or a night owl, you can switch depending on whatever, because I've been through phases where I've like had to be up late at night because I was working in bars from, I don't know, eight until five in the morning. And then other jobs where I'd have to get up at like five in the morning to tie shoes at a sports place. That was a fun job. Um, <laughs> but so I, I've kind of, I've been through the whole spectrum of early mornings, late nights and trying to find what, what works for me. And one thing that I've come to, over the last week or so is I think I've said this to you, the more I try to stick to a routine, the more bored I get. Mm. So I've had weeks, months where I've got up at the same time every morning and I'll meditate for 10 minutes at the same time. And then I'll read and then I'll write or a few months later, I'll try just getting up and writing straight away. And there doesn't, there doesn't seem to be a true optimum for me. The, the real optimum is me getting up and just doing the thing that makes me happy. And particularly the last few months I've paid a lot more attention to sleep just in general to make sure that like I'm getting the hours I should and being as restful as I should in order to be ready for the next day because I used to operate on six hours sleep um well I used to think I was operating on seven hours sleep but according to my Fitbit I'm actually only logging like six actual hours of sleep per night so I've changed all that and got to a point where I, I value sleep a lot more uh, and so my mornings where they used to be, for example, get up every morning at half five, quarter to six militantly is now a case of how do I feel before I go to bed? And then I'll set an alarm according to how much sleep I think I'm going to need. And then when I get up um, at the minute, it's normally a case of I'll get up and this week on Tuesday and Thursday, I got up and just cycled to the gym and just did a workout, listened to a podcast, got into like a decent headspace, wake myself up on Monday and Wednesday I got up and went for a run and that's been good just because I know that like I'm getting my body moving um but then other days I'll wake up and I'll think I'm just going to have a coffee and meditate um so there's not I don't really have that much of a routine anymore and I'm feeling okay with it for the first time in about five years and bringing this back to um the the nugget that my counselor told me at one point was when when we were talking about because I, I was saying I want to get more back into the routine because I moved uh, December, family life changed, everything kind of uphauled. Like this is the first year in which I'm really sort of giving it everything with, with a full-time writing uh, job. Um, and I said, I went to a session, I said, oh, I'll start meditating every morning at X time. And she said, why? <laughs> and I was like, well, it's, I, I work best when I have a routine and the meditation seems to help. And meditation does definitely help. I, do, I can feel, I can, I tell when I've had a, a meditative session, it does help my day. She was like, well, don't stick to it too harshly. Make sure that you, you can, if you do miss that time, you can do later. You can move things around. And my head really struggled with that um, because I was like, you know, you have to do it every day. Otherwise it doesn't work. And there is an element of that with, you know, building habits. But I think as long as you're getting the work done, as long as you're doing the things that chill you out, that make you happy. Like you said, I've, I've seemed more relaxed this week. Yeah, um, and I think really have I, as well. Yeah, I think that's because I've removed that pressure of needing to have done, like, as, or hauling us because I've, I think for me, I've been hauling ass at like 120 miles an hour for 18 months. More than that, if you include like obviously pre like my old job and stuff. And I'm now just getting to the chance to the, the, the place where I can like pull my foot off the throttle a little bit and know that I'm still getting work done and that mm. there's other things I can do. So yeah, there's not really, 
there's not really too much of a morning routine. I do try and set myself up for good writing sessions. Um, and most of my habits now come from when I'm writing, I'll put a particular set of headphones on, I'll listen to a certain playlist and I'll wear my glasses, which I only ever wear when I write because that's like turning my mind into writing mode. But in terms of actual morning routine, yeah, it's, it's kind of gone out the window <laughs> and I'm okay with it. I think it's really interesting that we we put things in our brain that we think that we need and actually it's only it's only when either somebody else jogs us or we have an epiphany or we're pushed or something happens to knock up, like ourselves out of that routine that we see whether or not we thrive or not mm-hmm. um and that's sort of why like I love all the self-improvement. I love this podcast because it constantly challenges me to think differently or to, uh, you know, to constantly reassess myself. Am I doing things in the most beneficial way? Um, I, yeah. And why I love, you know, like learning about Becca's strengths and because I, you, I, I love nothing better than optimizing, but in that optimizing it's I think it's really important to remember that just because we found a way doesn't mean it's going to be the way forever. And that's really, really easy to forget. And I also think that one of the key parts of both of our journey is that we have tried other things. Yeah. And I think it's very easy to just say, Oh, I'm a, I'm a night owl. I'm an early bird. I do X, Y, Z. But I think you do have to go through trying the other things as well to see if they'll help you. You can only really make improvements if you try things and stick to them properly. I did them. Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning, I did solidly for, I want to say, two and a half, three weeks, just to see if it it resonated. And you really have to, the first few days don't really count. There's like a bit of a sticky middle around like six to eight days. And it's only after that you really start to like feel the effects of what you're doing, that that building that routine. And after that, it wasn't, it wasn't working. I think the other, the other key part as well is different, different routines for different times in my life. So it helps me being quite militant when I was at my full-time day job. Because if I wasn't militant, I didn't get my words in. Mm. So I had to be very, very structured, very routine in order to make sure I was writing before the rest of the day started. So it, it changes all the time. But yeah, I've, I've gone from thinking that anyone can go from whatever they're doing into a particular routine to understanding more of that know thyself mantra. Mm. I love it. Awesome. So, um, question how are we leveling up our author business this week well i think we also ought to say that we uh need to cut in a certain somebody's questions don't we forfeit questions oh yeah that's this week that's this week <laughs> okay so yes um <laughs> can't believe we nearly forgot that oh this week's race by so we did mention a couple of weeks ago that faye trask who was um our or student for me um, thank you very much, Faye. Uh, did let us know that she failed her task and is willing to do her forfeit. So, shall we? I, I think we should finish our leveling up and question of the week and then cut into phase forfeit, in which we're going to throw okay. 20 rapid fire questions at her, which was. We did. We, delicious and we, yeah, it was. And I, I just want to say, she absolutely fucking bossed it. Like, there were some questions in there that would have made me twitch, I think. And she was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, she just fucking rolled in there, like, bashed out the questions. And I was like, 
she is a fucking badass. Like she, <laughs> she answered those without a hesitation. So yeah, like total props to her. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, uh, so yeah, how are we leveling up our business this week? And thank you right. for reminding me, Jesus. <laughs> we make a good team, it's fine. Mm. I hadn't forgotten, by the way. Um, right, so I, I did something I've never done before. I blocked my entire calendar out for next week. I, I, I didn't necessarily can, well, I sort of canceled things, but, um, I canceled things in my own brain. Like I mentioned that basically I'm just putting trade to the side, which is unbelievably difficult for me to do because I had decided that I was going to do it in a certain amount of time. And to change that is very uncomfortable for my brain. So, um, yeah, I canceled a load of tasks and things out of my diary and time blocks and stuff. And then I went to my Calendly and I also blocked out all of the time. So nobody can book time in my calendar for next week. And I am going to do only two things. So the first thing is um, work on the course all week. I need to get it done. Um, and and in, as part of that, I also need to get the webinar presentation finished. So there's sort of two things in there, but um it's all encompassing in in the course and then the other thing i need to do really depends on how the rest of my morning goes because uh, i'm finishing at lunchtime today so i've only got two hours it's not going to happen uh, but i need to write the whole of my solo show to celebrate the rubber author podcast uh, one year anniversary and um i'm not i like i know for a fact i'm not going to get it done today uh, so it will have to be monday which is a bit frustrating for me because it takes a very long time to do a solo show and it means I'm losing a day next week when I can't really afford to lose a day. Um, so yeah, I will have, and maybe a bit of Sunday night as well, I think. Uh, so I will have to do that as well. Um, and wait, there was one other thing. What was the other thing? No, I can't remember. It's gone. That's weird. Uh... So yeah, my, my tasks are work, and get as much of the course done as possible, work on my presentation, get the one year podcast up on time. Not on time, yeah. it won't be on time, but by, by Wednesday. Smash it. Um, I am going to have gone through all of the stories for the anthology um, in terms of adding all of my edits and sending that back to the authors. I won't say that I'll have the final drafts of all the stories come through because um, that obviously relies on them replying and, and their side of things. But from my side of things, I'll, ha I'll have gone through all the stories, put them all into like the, the house style and, and suggested any edits and throwing them back. And started When Winter Comes number six, which I believe I've decided is going to be the last of that serial, which I am tray excited to, uh, to get to. Um, because I think I mentioned before that it's going to give me another month free as well, which I can then fill with moving and nothing else because I have a tendency to add more things to my plate. Um, but yeah, that, that's super exciting for me. I should, within the next few weeks, have the new, new cover for that as well, which I'm super excited about. So I'll, I'll leave it with those two. Um, audience question of the week. What is your ideal morning routine? Um, from us for now, thanks for joining us. And we're going to head you over to past Dan and Sasha and our rapid fire question with the incredible Faye Trask. Thanks for joining. Crazy bye. I know Faye isn't. Wow. <laughs> oh my God, ready.
I'm going to leave that bit in. So hello, everyone. We have, uh, I don't know where this section is going to go in, in the episode, but we've been teasing this for a couple of weeks. But the wonderful Faye Trask, who might I say live on air, thank you so much for filling in for me around the time where things are incredibly busy. You are a wonderful human. And you're actually too wonderful of a human because you made the mistake of telling us that you actually failed in your accountability, in your task for the week. So because of that, myself and Sasha have basically just... What's the word? We've, we've, we've chatted between been ourselves. Evil bastards? We've, we've yes. been evil bastards concocting um, what has turned into a mega rapid fire challenge, which is 20 questions we're going to throw at you as quickly as possible. You cannot pass. You have to answer <laughs> every question and nothing is off limits. So let's, uh, let's let Sasha sure, laugh. I'm pretty sure every answer will begin with a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll wait for Sasha to stop laughing and then I guess there's nowhere else to go but to, to start. Are you, are you ready, Faye? I am so ready. I've been like pumped for this since it was dropped. I'm yeah, like, annoying. All right, I know what's, I know what I'm in for. Can I, so my wife actually told me to calm down with the questions <laughs> and, that, and that if I continue to ask questions in that stance, she would have just told me to fuck off <laughs> and not answered them. So I wouldn't get too excited. <laughs> I'm just going right, to magnify that laugh laughter. <laughs> Oh, I can't help it. Okay. I love being I mean, evil. Sasha, I, I'd love for you to go first. Okay, so a nice warm-up question. So we're going to rapid fire these, okay? Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. What's your biggest fear? Uh, failure. What animal do you hate? Spiders. Best place you've ever had sex? <laughs> Backseat of a car? <laughs> Which of your parents do you prefer? My dad. <laughs> you answered that. Would you rather have garlic spit for life or chili poos forever? Chili poo. <laughs> Would you lick peanut butter off a worn shoe for a publication deal? Yes. <laughs> Which author's career would you steal? Ah, Jenna's. What's the worst place you've had sex? Floor. What's your grossest habit? Uh, I pick my nose. <laughs> wow. What's the, what's the worst book you've ever read? Twilight. <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? Why or why not? Yes, because it's between two pieces of bread. Tell us a controversial opinion of yours. Uh... People need to stop complaining and just get on with their lives. No one cares. <laughs> Who is your most annoying work colleague? Um, one of the forklift drivers that just yells and screams and all the time doesn't do his work. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, you and Sasha are stranded on a desert island and you have to kill one of us to survive. Who is it? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say... Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what unacceptable line would you like to be able to cross? Ah, nice question. Damn. Walking around in corsets all the time. <laughs> I love it. Wow. That. When was the last time you went to bed? <laughs> like five? <laughs> five weeks ago? Or? No, when I was five. 
many chickens would it take to kill Dan? Uh, if there are roosters, 14. Wow. <laughs> Twisted that, Jesus. Say the word aluminium properly. Aluminum. No! Aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> you have okay. to say it properly, that's, a, that's the part of the deal. That's the Queen's English, not the Rebels English. <laughs> <laughs> aluminium. Hey! <laughs> Which family member do you go out of your way to be nice to, even though you don't really like them? My sister. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do love her. She's just a pain in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) What's the worst Christmas present you have ever received? Oh. So many to pick from. There there actually are. Um, (laughs) I can't remember because I'm pretty sure like a few days later I donated it to Goodwill. I'm like, this is shit. <laughs> nice. And that, Faye Trask, is 20 questions. Thank you so much really? for Yeah, I know it goes quick, doesn't it? Yeah. But no, Jamie, thank you so much for being honest about your your task. Um I think we were we were speaking earlier on the because uh, me and me and Faye had recorded for Great Writer Share earlier. And within that we were talking about how you need to be honest, even with yourself, yeah. because Otherwise, who who's really going to hold you accountable? So do exactly. genuinely appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I, you took those like an absolute trooper. Mm. They were easy. You guys are weird with the sex questions, though, I got to say. <laughs> British. <laughs> yeah, we are very British. You have to understand British people don't really talk about those sorts of things, you know, darling. So, yeah. <laughs> is, there a, is there anything else you'd like to say? Any last words um, to end this little segment before we jump into whatever order we should do at LA? This is so professional, Asha. I know, right. <laughs> um, I just, I mean, thanks for having me. It was an absolute pleasure to substitute for you dan i could never fully replace you obviously but um i'm here whenever you need me beautiful thank you hungry for more if you enjoyed this podcast you can hear more of my angelic accent and dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts for more of me check out the great writer share podcast for more of me listen to the rebel author podcast We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. Hello Achievers and welcome to episode number 26 of the Next Level Author podcast, a podcast where we track our, ah, damn it, can I redo that? Yes! (laughs)